I'm Callie Lampy, and you are listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast, where my daddy shares a daily gift with you from the ocean. All right, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. I am your host, Ryan P. Lampy, and today's surfing lesson is feeling awkward carrying my board. First off, thank you to everyone leaving me a review. I'm committed to getting 100 reviews for this podcast by the end of July. This month is about half over. And so thank you for everyone who's left a review. Thank you for what you're saying and help me push this message out in front of more men, affecting more marriages, more families. If you haven't left a review, please do me a favor and leave a review. Look, it's for me. There's a part of it. It's just for me. Like I, I want this for my podcast to up the publicity of it for myself. Ultimately, it's not for me. So it's for me and it's not. Really, you're doing this for the men. Let me just ask you this. If you are someone who listens to this podcast regularly, have you gotten value from it? What have you learned? How has it impacted you? How has it impacted your family, your children, your marriage? How has it changed the way you see surfing? Now think about that. Now think about all the other men out there, surfers and people who don't even surf. I have guys who don't even surf who listen to this podcast every day. This is not just for the surfer. So you think about the value you've gotten, how it's changed your life. And it's for all the other men out there who this podcast has not reached. So do your part in leaving this review. I'm doing my part, showing up every single day, even when I'm tired, even at the end of a day. I feel like shit today. My body is beaten down, broken. I don't know what just happened. Why well, I know what happened. Yesterday, I went on the trampoline with my kids. And with my disability, that is not something I should be doing. And it was really fun for about four minutes until I've been paying for it ever since, damn it. And even then, I still show up. Here I am delivering this message. So do your part. Help me get this out in front of more men, more families, more surfers, more non-surfers, everyone. Help me push this message out. And just for me, help me get my commitment of 100 reviews by the end of July. Second, this podcast is brought to you by Live Wildly Connected. If you want more, more passion, more connection inside your marriage, you're tired of feeling alone, tired of feeling rejected, tired of feeling like your wife doesn't choose you. She chooses the kids over you. She chooses her business over you. That you're not the priority in her life. Not that her life has to be all about you, but you know what I'm talking about. You want her to fucking crave you, desire you, want you, pick you over her phone, pick you over Netflix, pick you over the fucking, I don't know what women watch nowadays, soap operas. You want that crazy, wild, passionate sex, pure, raw fucking desire in your marriage. And you want to be able to connect at will. Create that connection, feel seen, feel heard, feel understood. So you don't have to convince your family, convince your wife, convince your kids of what they should do, things like that. No, you just get to show up. And because of who you are, you command their respect. The integrity that you possess, who you are as a man, who you are as a being, commands your kids' attention, your wife's attention, your wife's hunger and desire. You want that? Then find me on Facebook. 
contact me, direct message me at Ryan P. Lampy on Facebook and tell me I want to live wildly connected. All right, so today's message, today's surfing lesson is feeling awkward carrying my surfboard. Now I'll start out with this. I don't feel awkward anymore. Like I feel like a fucking badass. I just do. Like I like when I carry my surfboard from my car to wherever I wherever it is I'm walking to to get into the water, usually it's to jump off the cliffs, do a little backflip into the water. When I'm carrying my board now, I feel like a complete badass. Like I have my wetsuit half off and I'm shredded, I have my abs showing, I carry my big ass board, I feel great at my hair, usually my hair is down. I feel like a badass. I feel sexy, especially in the summertime. All the women at, looking at me, all the men looking at me, everybody's looking at me. I feel like a badass. And that's the way I felt last time. That's the way I feel every single time now. But that has, always, that has not always been the case. Especially when I first started surfing San Diego. When I first started surfing San Diego, a buddy of mine told me, who he didn't grow up here, but he went to school here. And he, you know, learned the whole surf culture here and what, like, what to do, what not to do, what's cool, what's not cool. And there's certain ways of walking. There's certain ways of carrying the board, things like that, that put you in this cool status. Make you feel cool. They'll make other people look at you as cool. Like, you know what you're doing. You take certain paths down to the water and not other paths. The kooks take certain paths and the real surfers take other paths. Kooks carry their boards however the fuck they carry their boards. Real surfers carry their boards a certain way. With their leash in between their fingers a certain way. And so I I just fell into it. Like I was like, okay, I'll do you know like everybody else does. Except every once in a while I, I, I don't. And when I didn't, I felt awkward. And even when I did, I felt awkward. Because even when I carried my board just like I was quote unquote supposed to, like everyone else carried their board around here. I felt like a little bitch. I was like, why can't I just carry the board how I want to fucking carry it? Wax on the inside, wax on the outside, forward, backwards, fins in the front, fins in the back. Who gives a shit? If I want to drag my leash because for whatever fucking reason, why can't I do that? That's what's going on inside of me. But I, I, I didn't let myself be that way. I was a little bitch. I went according to what's socially acceptable or what's cool on the outside. And not every time. Sometimes I would change it up. It's almost like I had to like prove myself, like an ego thing inside of me, like some kind of macho thing, like, fuck that, I'm alpha. I'll carry my board however I felt like it. And so sometimes I actually would carry my board in some other way, and I felt like in the inside, I felt really uncomfortable. I felt awkward. I felt insecure. It's like, oh, man, people are going to be judging me, but they don't know me. All these conversations in my head. It's crazy. And that's the way I would do it. And then I started surfing a longboard. Like, I don't even know, like uh, two and a half years ago, I started surfing a longboard. And when I started surfing a longboard, guess what? I could not carry my board, especially for some of the long, like some of the long walks to the water. Some of them are really long, like a quarter mile, even more up and down cliffs and trails and, and rocks and all kinds of stuff. And I would get, I would get physically fatigued carrying my board in some special way. So I would switch it up. Fin goes in the front, fin goes in the back, right arm, left arm. Sometimes I put that shit on my head. And I don't give a shit what I look like. And it interrupted my pattern of having to fit in. I just I physically couldn't do it. I mean, I would try to. My arm would feel like it's falling off. It would literally affect my surfing game. And I feel, feel stupid inside again. 
Like, man, I'm being a little bitch trying to look cool on the outside. And it was this awkwardness. I always had this awkwardness inside of me, whether I abided by the rules, the quote-unquote rules, or I didn't. I still had this awkwardness, this insecurity inside of me, this uncertainty, questioning myself. And even deeper, what this would cause me to do was start judging other people. Because I felt like other people were judging me. And I'd be like, who the fuck? Just in my mind, I wouldn't say this stuff out loud. But in my mind, I'm like, who the fuck are you looking at me like that? Little surfer bitch. <laughs> this is a conversation. I'm crazy. Man. I'm like a crazy motherfucker. And I have these crazy conversations in my head. Maybe you're not like me. Maybe it's just me. I'm a psychopath. I get it. But I would have these conversations in my head because I felt judged carrying my board the way I wanted to. And I would look at other people. And I would judge them. Like, who, who are you? You'd be looking at me like that. I don't even know what they're thinking. They, they cannot even, like, maybe they're just dreaming about their wives in their mind. I have no idea what they're even thinking about. But I would see them, and they glance at me. I'm like, they're judging me. That's how insecure I was. And then I got the longboard thing going. And slowly, I had to just be okay with myself. I had to, like, I had to own the longboard. I don't, often don't even surf the longboard like people surf the longboard. I surf in, in places where people are always shortboarding. I do crazy stuff. I love playing the carving game. I love taking out on double overhead plus days. And I had to learn how to just own my longboard and be me and kill that fucking story that I have to be like everyone else, that I have to carry my board like everyone else. I have to walk these particular trails so that I don't look like a kook. I'll, I'll take whatever fucking trail I want now. I feel like a complete badass. See, it came from a story that when I first moved to San Diego, that my friend, with great intentions, implanted into me. He didn't it's like try to implant it into me or anything like that. He just told me the facts. He told me, like, this is what is culturally frowned upon in the surfing world locally, and this is what's not. And so I took that and internalized it and made these stories. The thing is, the, the stories didn't serve me. Eventually, maybe in the beginning, kind of did. Maybe help you fit in, understand the culture, fit in with the guys. But ultimately, the stories didn't serve me, didn't support me in getting what I want. And what did I want? I want to feel like a badass all the time, in the water, out of the water. No matter what, I don't give a shit how I carry the board. I want to be myself. Live like a fucking king. Be the fucking alpha. Be the man. Carry my board however I damn well please. If my right arm is tired, move that fucker to the left arm. The fin is in the front. I need to counterbalance. My my arm's tired. Move the fin to the back. Wax is melting. The sun's shining from my right. Move the wax to the left. Like, fuck what's cool. It was not serving me. Those stories did not serve me. And so is the story of my entire life. How many awkward situations have you been in in your life? How many times have you felt awkward? Not just in a particular situation, but how about a pattern? Of situations. And it comes from a story that you have been telling yourself that no longer serves you. How do you feel that you feel awkward? What is that situation for you? How do you feel about it? How does it make you feel inside? Does it make you feel powerful? How does it allow you to show up? Show up like a little bitch? Like a little beta? Scared, timid, small, weak? I understand. This was me. Not just me. My wife does this stuff. My kids would do this stuff. All this, like, we all have these stories of what is awkward and what is not awkward. 
here's one example of my life where it did not serve me. As you know, I'm crazy about connection. Crazy about connection. And I love probably more than most, almost anything else in this world. I love eye contact. I just love eye contact. Whether it's eye contact with my wife, in the bedroom, out of the bedroom, doesn't fucking matter. I love eye contact with my wife. Piercing right into her heart, right into her soul. I can see the light inside of her. Sometimes I can see the dark inside of her. I can see all of her looking right into her eyes. Fucking love it. But not just my wife, my kids, each one of my kids, even my babies, toddlers, big kids, love eye contact. Friends, even people I don't like, playing basketball, playing football. Oh man, there's nothing like fucking eye contact. Oh yeah. Look that fucker in the eyes. I love it. Fighting. Boxing. Love it. And I've always loved eye contact. Yet, is an area where I struggled so much. I struggled so much. In three particular, I give you three particular examples where I would struggle regularly with eye contact. I love keeping eye contact. I love having, like, I love walking down the street, seeing strangers, having eye contact with them, giving them a little smile almost like smiling into their eyes with my heart, not just with my face, but my heart, showing them light, showing them love. I love that. I feel like sometimes I can literally make people's day by doing that. Yet I was not always able to always do that. In three particular examples, I regularly could not do that. One was a hot chick. Hot ladies. Especially if there's a man next to them. I would try to get eye contact, and then boom, like I would, like I would, like lock eyes maybe for a split second, and then turn my head. Like it just felt so awkward to me. I could not do it. Second, macho guys, big fucking macho guys, look like they're out to just crush the world or something. Couldn't do it. Jarheads couldn't do it. Third, gay guys, gay people. I could not, oh, gay, gay men in particular. I had a hard time locking eyes and keeping eye contact with them in general. So those three, hot women, macho dudes, and gay men. And for me, literally every time these situations would happen, I'd feel awkward inside, and then I'd feel stupid. I'd feel weak. I felt small. I felt like shit. Like, this is not me. This is not what I want. I want connection, damn it. Connection, love, light. I want to be able to make people's day. I want to be able to radiate light as I walk down the street. Not just with my wife. Not just with my kids. Not just with people I already know. With people I don't know. Strangers. I love that shit. Fucking love it. But I had these three barriers keeping me from this eye contact that I wanted so badly. And guess where they came from? Just like the surfboard. Just like all awkward situations come from. From stories from my past that no longer serve me. I'll give you examples. Hot chicks. I've had so many relationships with women in the past where they were not, not my girlfriend or anything, just good friends. And I'm married to Lucy and a lot of them are Christian, Christian women. And they would share with me 
how it felt so awkward, how, how men always eyeballed them, looked at them, the way they looked at them, they felt uncomfortable, they felt like dudes were raping them with their eyes. And I internalized that shit. And little did I know, it affected me in a big way. Like every time I look at some hot woman, I'm thinking like, oh man, she's going she to have the think I had the wrong intention. She's going to judge me for some kind of messed up fucking intentions that I don't have. Two, macho guys. Man, when I was a kid, middle school, high school, even elementary school. Look, when you made eye contact, when I made a contact, when I eye contact when I was a kid, it would literally get me into fights so many fucking times. And I got my ass kicked a lot. My 48th move, I went to a lot of different schools. Two, three schools per year, per grade. Always trying to fit in, never fitting in. And sometimes I find myself in the bad situations, trying to intimidate people, trying not to be intimidated, so I didn't want to back down. And there were guys that literally just fucking slapped the shit at me right there. What are you looking at, bitch? Boom, smack me with all their friends around. So unless I knew I could kick the guy's ass, unless I knew, not only knew that I could kick the guy's ass, but I was willing to fight and willing to kick that guy's ass, I would not look at him in the eye. Not more than a split second. I don't want to get fucked up. I don't want to start some shit, especially when they got five, ten guys behind them. I don't want to start some shit. I just want to play some basketball, man. just want to have some fun. just want to hang out. That was me as a kid. I just want to fit in. I just want to belong. I don't want to get my ass kicked. And little did I know, I would carry that over over a decade later into my life. Still not comfortable, still not awkward looking at a man, a macho guy, in his eyes. Thinking that if I did, he would think he would judge me for coming across as aggressive or something. He's just gonna think I'm gonna start a fight or something. It was crazy. I would do that in the weight room. I remember I like when I lift the weight every day, like I would do it in the weight room, I'd stare down anybody. And I literally would intimidate the fuck out of guys sometimes. Some big old macho guys. And we like almost have fights in the weight room sometimes. So it's a legit thing. But it doesn't serve me anymore. Not me fucking walking down the street, going to the beach from my house. Like, the fuck does that serve me? Third thing, gay men. Now, look over over a decade ago. In fact, even in the military. When I was in the military, there was no, um, like, you were not allowed to be gay. It was don't ask, don't tell. That was the policy. Yet, rules that I know, a lot of the guys I worked with were gay. There's a whole lot of gay men in the military. Now it's okay. Back then, they're all hiding. Undercover shit. It was a great surprise when I found out after. After I got out and after the, the, the ruling or the law or whatever changed. And I literally would get like fucking like, I don't know how to put it. Like raped with guys' eyes. Especially the guys I find out were gay later. And even before that, even before the military, like I do door-to-door sales and stuff like that. And I've been in situations where it's so awkward, these guys will look at me, and then they'll get close to me. I'm sitting there trying to make a sale. So that shows you how unpresent I was back then. Trying to make a sale, selling cable door-to-door, and, and a gay guy would sit next to me and literally tell me, hey, you know what? I don't really care about the sale. I just want to suck your dick right now. I'm like, what the fuck? Ran out of the house. 
I found myself in so many awkward situations where I was trusting of some other guy and it turned out to be gay and he had some ulterior motives. And so I internalized that, create a story for myself. Hey, don't want to fucking give guy, don't want to give gay men the wrong impression. Don't want to do that shit. I've gotten all kinds of vulgar comments before just walking by gay men. Nothing against gay men. I fucking love gay guys. A lot of gay friends. But that wasn't always the case. And I felt so awkward. I felt so insecure. And didn't want to. I hated that feeling. Gosh, I mean, I, I felt so gross. Literally, the, that, that one occasion I told you about, doing door-to-door sales, and this guy offered, he said, I want to suck your dick right now. Don't even care about what you're selling. Like, I ran out the door. I quit the fucking job that day. And I, when I slept with Lucy that night, I had to sleep on the complete opposite side of my bed. I felt so gross, so disgusting. And to this day, I can still remember the smell that was in that guy's house. It was some weird shit. Stay with me. And so I create a story from all these three, from, from beautiful women to macho men to gay men. I create a story that created disconnection in my life. I was unable to maintain the eye contact that I want to have with everybody not just Lucy and my kids and friends, but with complete strangers. But I was unable to do that because I felt awkward. I felt like maybe they get the wrong impression. I was terrified. I was scared that they would judge me. But that's not what I want anymore. I want that connection. I want to be able to light up a person's life. Beautiful women can make their day. If you ever talk to a beautiful woman and you actually understood, I get the same thing as a dude walking around my shirt off and stuff. I get this, like sometimes a lot of beautiful women actually won't make eye contact with me because they feel intimidated or they, they, they're, they're, they just feel uncomfortable. And, and I would talk to them sometimes. They're like, yeah, I get intimidated looking at a hot guy. And I get it because that, that was me. Intimidated by looking at a hot woman. Lucy's the same thing. She would feel, she probably still struggles a lot with it. Sometimes she's getting over she get intimidated looking at a hot guy. She'll feel insecure. Like she doesn't want to get some kind of feelings or something. Like she didn't trust herself. Or give guys the wrong impression coming from the church world. They want to make her brother stumble. Some kind of bullshit like that. And so you talk to these women. They feel so lonely sometimes. Because they walk down the street and like no guys will look at them. Except some weird creepers. Besides the weird creepers... Most guys will not look at them and they feel alone. So I love, especially, like my favorite people to look at, not just because they're beautiful and I love beautiful women, but I love making a beautiful woman's day by looking at them directly in the eye as I walk by them, giving them a little smile because not many men do that. Looking at a dude, macho man, whether he's angry, aggressive, Mr. Alpha or not, secure or insecure, doesn't fucking matter. I love looking him in the eyes. Just maintain the eye contact, give him a little smile. What's up, man? A little connection is made. I fucking love that connection. Same thing with gay men. Because I know they put, there's a lot of awkwardness. There's a lot of judgment, even inside that community. They deal with it a lot because the reputation that just, what I just told you, like this guy telling me some shit like that while I'm trying to, Try to be professional. Telling me I want to suck my dick. Like, gay men get a reputation because of guys like that. But they're not like that. Who am I to judge? So that's the thing. I felt awkward. 
because I felt they might get the wrong impression of me and judge me. But ultimately, what was going on was I was judging them. See, I was not 100% certain that a woman would think a certain way of me because I make eye contact, or that a guy would get aggressive with me, or that a guy would think that I'm trying to intimidate him or something like that. I would just judge them beforehand. I became the fucking judgmental guy. So I was creating disconnection. And when I do that, just as a human being, this is what happens. There's a part of me inside my heart that feels guilty. Guilty for making that judgment. Just happens. And then the guilt builds up, the shame builds up, which creates even more disconnection. These stories fucked me over. So these stories that possibly once served me, they protected me from getting eye-ripped by gay guys. Protected me from not getting in fights as a kid. Well, I got in a lot of fights, but I could have gotten a lot more. If I'd have fucking stared down every motherfucker that wanted me to stare them down. Or the women. Also, I'm sure behind the woman thing, especially at a younger age, middle school, high school, there's a rejection there too. Scared to look at a woman, a hot girl in the eyes too long. Because I know that they'd probably reject me. Another story there. Now, all these stories, they once served me, but they don't serve me anymore. So I get to question them. Now I'll stare any motherfucker in the eye. I don't care how good looking you look. I don't care if you're a man or a woman, gay or straight. I don't care if you have clothes on, clothes off, your shirt's off, you're in a bikini. Your husband's next to you, your wife's next to you. Even children. I stare right in the eyes. Smile at them with a twinkle in my heart. Or look at them with a smile in my heart. Smile and a twinkle in my heart. I love that, that, old, that um, phrase. I'll look at them with a smile and a twinkle in my heart. I'll do it to anybody. I don't care how much money you have, how much money you don't have. If you look like you're having a bad day or if you look like you're on top of the world. Because I offer love and light from my soul, from my heart. And I want to look into your eyes. And so that's me. I had to crush these stories. But where, for you, where in your life do you have this place of awkwardness that doesn't serve you anymore? You need a new story. You need to create a new way of living, a new belief system that will support you in ultimately creating the life and relationships that you want. Where is that for you? I want to give you a quick path it's not going to get all too crazy. I'm going to try to get this down in just a couple minutes. But a quick path, you can write this shit down to change that fucking story. So here's the first thing you have to do. Recognize what is it that you're awkward about. Is it carrying a surfboard? Cool. I'll use that as the example for this situation. So you feel awkward carrying a surfboard. Why? What is the story that you're telling yourself? What is the belief system that you currently have that makes it feel awkward carrying a surfboard? Is that other people will judge you, that you shouldn't, that it's wrong, that it's dumb, that you look like a kook. What is it? Figure out that story. Second, how do you feel when you think about you feeling awkward in that situation? How do you feel feeling awkward? How do you feel about yourself feeling awkward carrying a surfboard like that and being judged? I'm assuming you have more feelings than beyond this, probably. But I'm assuming some of them are small, weak, uncertain. 
confused. Awkward is a weird feeling. Usually we feel awkward like there's all kinds of shit behind it. So write out what are you feeling. The next, what is it that you ultimately want? I get it you feel awkward. I get you have the feelings that you feel. But what do you ultimately want in this situation? What is it that you're looking for? And next, I want you to take that story after you write down what you want. What do you want for yourself? What do you want in this situation? And after you write that down, I want you to take your story that you have that makes you feel awkward. Like, if you carry a board like this, then you're a kook. And I want you to take that story and change it around. If you carry a board like this, you're not a kook. And write down all the reasons why that could be true. Write down all the reasons why if you carry the board like that, you are not a kook. And third, if it's awkward because you feel like someone's judging you to make it awkward, which the story always comes from some kind of judgment that we have on ourselves, but we ultimately think is coming from someone else. I want you to take that whole story and change it around again. So you have your original story, you have one that's the opposite of that. And then you have one that's the mirrored version of the story. So I give you an example. If I carry a board like this, people are going to think I'm a kook. And then I'm going to mirror it. If someone else thinks carries a board like this, I'm going to think they're a kook. I'm going to come up with all everything underneath the surface. I tell you right now, thinking back about my eye contact thing, this changed the entire game for me. Because I realized I thought other people would judge me. These women would judge me of having some kind of ill intentions. But what was going on is I was judging them for thinking some weird way of me. I was judging macho men for trying to intimidate me or trying to be all tough and alpha on me. But what was going on is I was judging them. I was judging them that they would be fucking all alpha and try to be all badass. That they were going to want to fight me or something stupid like that. I was judging gay men before I ever met them. Before I ever gave them the time of day. I was automatically judging them. I wouldn't make full eye contact or maintain it with them. Because I'm judging them. Thinking that they're going to say some crazy shit to me. Try to hit on me. Say some, and I don't mind people hit on me. But they'll say some like really nasty shit that a lot of guys have said to me before. So I would judge them before, without even knowing them. That's called a fucking stereotype, by the way. And I would have stereotypes. So take this story around and mirror that story. And then you're going to go back to what you want. And you're going to create a new story. Of what you are committed to. In the board situation, hey, I'm committed to carrying the board however the fuck I want. I'm committed to being myself. In the eye contact situation for me, I'm committed to creating eye contact and giving people love and light from my soul. Making some people's days by, by looking at them in the eyes and smiling at them from my heart with a twinkle and a smile in my heart radiating light and love. That's what I'm committed to. Took me from a place of inward focus to outward focus. 
sitting trying to protect myself. Like, I'm not enough. Scared that something's going to happen. That's why it's awkward. Because I'm protecting myself. That's what awkwardness is. We're trying to protect ourselves. And transform it through a new commitment to an outward focus. I want to give them love and light. For me carrying the surfboard now, I tell you, I feel like a badass. Because I'm being myself. I carry it however the fuck I want. And why I want to do two things. One is, I just want to be able to be myself. And second, I want to set other people free. I want to inspire other motherfuckers who might be judging me, may, might not. Maybe they're just like me before who really want to be free and carry the board how they want, but they were in the same place I was. Intimidated, scared, felt stupid, and awkward. And I want to inspire them to carry the board however they want to. So ultimately, it's outward focus. Unlocking a freedom inside of them. Giving them permission to just be themselves. So take that story and turn it into a commitment of what you ultimately want. And there you have it. That's how you transform a story that no longer serves you. That created awkward situations in your life. Created possible judgment in your life towards others and towards yourself. Building up guilt and shame inside of you. You can transform that into connection. Into freedom. Into a commitment that sets you free and allows you to flourish with connection and passion. You take this stuff and you do this every day. I do this every day, by the way. Take the stuff you do every day inside your marriage, holy smokes. With your children, holy smokes. So many stories holding us back from passion, from connection, right where we want it most, inside of our own marriages and with our own kids. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. If you're getting value from this, I cannot say this enough. Share this with someone who you know can get the same value you're getting from this. Don't hold it back from them. Shoot them a message. Tell them, hey, listen to today's episode. Go to the Surfing Lessons. Share this on their Facebook. Direct message them. Whatever it takes. Get this to them. Don't just keep the value in for yourself. Share it. Second, if you haven't left a rating review, please head on over to iTunes. Or if your iPhone right now, your iPad right now, just scroll down on your phone. Hit the five stars and leave a review. And if you have trouble with that, I've been hooking people up. You can just direct message me on Facebook. Tell me, hey, I have issues. Leave me a review, and I'll show you how to do it. It's very simple. Well, it's very easy. It's not always simple, but I'll make it very easy for you. Straightforward. All right. I love you all. And, oh, one more thing. If you want to play this game, Tired of the awkwardness, tired of the shit in between you and your spouse, the shit in between you and your kids, the shit in between you and other people. Because that's where it is. That awkwardness is a disconnection. It's a lack of connection. There's something in between. You look at a person in their eyes, and there's something between you. And you want to be able to get that shit out of the way. That's the key to having a marriage on fire, sex on fire, pure desire, no awkwardness, no bullshit, no suppressed stories or thoughts fears, get that out of the way and unleash fucking fire inside your sex life, inside your marriage, your relationship. You want to be able to connect at will with your wife, with your children, and with other people. Business, church, communities, with God. Then find me on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy and direct message me. Tell me, I want to live wildly connected. 
and we can look at getting you plugged into one of my Living Wildly Connected coaching programs and set you on the path. All right, guys. Have an amazing rest of your day. I'll catch you in tomorrow's episode of the Surfing Lessons Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. For more Lampy craziness, find my daddy on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy and have a powerful